Hey, it's Monday, June 20th, 2022. The feds are creating a registered database for medical marijuana users. There's an increase in marijuana arrests and seizures, despite the attorney general saying it's a waste of government resources. Russia sentences another American in the same court where Brittany Griner's being detained. And cannabis radio ads could be coming. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The federal government's making moves to set up a national medical marijuana registry to track what patients purchase, where they purchase, how they consume it, and what their health outcomes are after using it. Specifically, the government agencies announced that it will fund a research group to create that registry. And they've put out a request for applications to find the right researchers for the job. The National Institute on Drug Abuse will be providing $1.5 million in funding for the project. They say their ultimate goal is to inform research policy and clinical recommendation practices on medicinal cannabis-associated conditions and outcomes. In their notice, they said that with variances from state to state on conditions that qualify patients and products available, the overall data is hard to analyze without some level of standardization. They hope to find that balance by collecting data from a registry. Some examples of what sort of data they want to collect include what people seek treatment for, what products they're using and how, what strains or genetics are used, what cannabinoids are present, how that treatment's monitored by a doctor, and how this affects other pharmaceutical use, as well as much more. The National Institute on Drug Abuse will be accepting applications for this research project through November 16th of this year. According to figures published in the DEA's Domestic Cannabis Eradication Suppression Program Statistical Report, agents and their partners have confiscated 20% more cultivated cannabis plants in 2021 than they did in 2020. They also made 25% more arrests, and they seized almost double the amount of financial assets. The deputy director of the National Organization for Reform of Marijuana Laws, whose acronym is NORML, commented on the data. Paul Armentano said, At a time when the overwhelming majority of voters support legalization, and when more and more states and even members of Congress are moving toward this direction, it's troubling to see federal agents and their local partners reversing course and reinvigorating their marijuana-related enforcement activities. Normal's political director, Morgan Fox, also pointed out that putting efforts into marijuana confiscation and arrest is unnecessarily burdensome on federal budgets, which are paid for by taxpayers. It also puts law enforcement officers at risk. It's interesting timing that this data has just been released, which is just one week after the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said, Enforcement resources are not put to their best use prosecuting nonviolent, low-level marijuana offenses, even in jurisdictions where marijuana use remains illegal. He also said, With respect to those jurisdictions where marijuana use and sales are lawfully regulated, there's even greater reason to conserve prosecutorial resources so that we can focus our attention on violent crimes and other crimes that cause societal harm and endanger our communities. Unfortunately, those were not actual federal guidelines, but rather just the attorney general's personal perspective. As for an official stance by the Department of Justice, Garland wrote, The department is examining a range of issues that relate to marijuana and its production, sale, and use, and we intend to address these issues in the days ahead. Hopefully that information will be coming soon, and marijuana confiscation, arrest, and asset seizures will cease. A Russian court's announced that they have sentenced an American to 14 years in prison for marijuana charges. The Moscow-area court released a statement saying, 
The American citizen, Mark Fogel, has been found guilty of committing large-scale drug smuggling and large-scale illegal storage of drugs without a commercial purpose. The conviction and sentencing stem from an August 2021 incident when Mark Fogel and his wife were entering Russia at the Moscow International Airport. The Russian government said that, during custom checks, marijuana and hash oil were found in his luggage, hidden in contact lens cases and e-cigarette cartridges. Fogel, who's in his 60s, worked as a teacher at the Anglo-American School of Moscow. He has insisted that the marijuana was for medical purposes and that it was prescribed in the United States after a spinal operation. Russia has not made the use of cannabis legal for medicinal purposes, and Fogel claimed he was not aware of the illegal status there. Fogel said that he brought around 17 grams, or just over half an ounce, of marijuana with him to Russia. The Russian authorities have not confirmed the amount that he's accused of having, other than to say it was a large amount. Russian law defines that as at least 100 grams, or about three and a half ounces or more. Anything less than that's classified as a significant amount, which generally carries a much shorter jail sentence and in some cases just a fine. Russia's Interfax news agency said Fogel's been sentenced to serve 14 years at a maximum security penal colony. The court that handled Mr. Fogel's case is the same court which is handling the case of Brittany Griner, the WNBA superstar who's currently being detained in Moscow for allegedly carrying cannabis oil into the country. Hopefully Fogel's case is not foreshadowing for what's to come for Ms. Greiner. The United States and Russia do sometimes exchange prisoners, and we certainly hope that that happens here as well. With the cannabis industry generating billions of dollars across the majority of states, the likelihood of cannabis advertising is growing. In the past, the FCC commissioner have said that they don't believe the current rules allow stations to accept money from cannabis businesses, even in locations where it's state legal. With this in mind, most stations have chosen not to accept any type of cannabis-related advertising. A group of 20 different state broadcast associations created a group called the Safe Advertising Coalition. The group has spent about $170,000 on lobbying Washington to bring fairness and equality to cannabis advertising laws. And now, a proposed federal budget bill for the 2023 fiscal year may just do that. The new budget includes terms that would prevent the FCC from using their federal funding to fine or in any way punish a station for airing cannabis-related advertisements in locations where it's legal. Also, advertising for hemp and hemp-derived products, such as CBD, would also be exempt from any fines or punishment. The proposal is now awaiting consideration by the House Appropriations Committee before going before a final House vote. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.